It's Monday, August 14th, 2023, and this is the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch. Rapid response on the breaking news stories Texas progressives need to know. I'm Chris Mosier. We start on immigration, the death of a three-year-old Venezuelan migrant on a Texas-sponsored bus from here to Chicago, reported on Friday, has drawn national criticism. KTVU-TV in Mendocino County, California, reports that the girl had been part of the latest busing stunt by our state government. A busload of migrants boarded in Brownsville and sent north. The child's medical emergency occurred near Salem, Illinois where she died at a hospital. The cause of death has not been revealed. California Governor Gavin Newsom, who's been calling for a Department of Justice investigation of Texas and Florida's continued busing of migrants to other states, pinned the girl's death on Governor Greg Abbott, calling his lack of care for human life absolutely appalling. Meanwhile, on the Texas immigration front, NPR relays an AP story that says the barrels of life-saving water that a human rights group had strategically placed for wayward migrants traveling on foot have vanished from the arid desert terrain of Jim Hogg County in Texas. Large, bright blue 55-gallon water drums, not especially easy to abscond with. At least 12 of the 22 placed by the South Texas Human Rights Center and other volunteers have simply disappeared. The barrels are to be replaced along with new security cameras. The state of Texas, fervent in its efforts to prioritize the lives of fetuses over those of the human beings carrying them in the argument over abortion, have sung a distinctly different tune as they defend against a lawsuit by an Abilene prison guard who miscarried a pregnancy after being ordered to remain at her post while experiencing intense labor pains for over two hours. She sued, claiming that the baby would have survived could she have accessed care more quickly. The state's argument? That an unborn child may not have rights under the U.S. Constitution. Michael Santano at The Guardian quotes the Texas Attorney General's office in asserting that, quote, just because several statutes define an individual to include an unborn child does not mean that the 14th Amendment does the same, unquote. Also, noting that this particular stillbirth occurred before the U.S. Supreme Court in June of last year eliminated the Roe v. Wade precedent, which had established nationwide rights to abortion protection. Lawyers for the plaintiff point out that the state is making, quote, an attempt to say without explicitly saying that an unborn child at seven months gestation is not a person, unquote. Latest in the Ken Paxton drama, breaking news from the Austin American Statesman and writer Ryan Altulo this morning says that Austin-based attorney Mindy Montford, who works for the Texas Attorney General's office but has run for office as a Democrat in the past, could end up playing an important role as a witness in the Paxton impeachment trial set for next month. The connection comes not from her current gig at the AG's office, but her prior work as second-in-command of the Travis County DA's office, via which Paxton's legal team says she has first-hand knowledge of the hiring of an outside lawyer in 2020 to investigate a complaint against federal law enforcement officials by Austin real estate developer Nate Paul, who is central to the allegations against Paxton. It's unclear whether all of this will help or hurt our thrice-indicted, currently suspended, and soon-to-be-impeached Attorney General. Montford has declined to comment due to a gag order from Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick that cautions witnesses against making public statements on their expected testimony. Another prominent Texas attorney appears to be ever more firmly in the crosshairs of the Trump investigation by special counsel Jack Smith. A Rolling Stone piece by Aswan Subsang and Adam Ronsley says Dallas-based attorney Sidney Powell is thought to have been thrown under the bus with great vigor by former allies in the effort to undermine the 2020 election of President Joe Biden to keep Donald Trump in office. 
Witnesses testifying in the investigation have reportedly and repeatedly implicated Powell as having aggressively pushed unsubstantiated conspiracies into the conversation amongst the Trump team to the enthusiastic reception of Trump himself. Criminal charges against Powell, who is thought to be one of the six thus far unnamed and unindicted co-conspirators in the Trump indictment, appear to be imminent. The environmental journal Inside Climate News is reporting that the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, has overruled plans by the state of Texas to reduce haze from air pollution that is impacting national parks in Texas, calling state plans that skirt the cutting of sulfur emissions at coal-fired plants, quote, a do-nothing strategy, unquote. The EPA is ordering Texas to slash emissions by 80,000 tons at six of those plants. The case centers around pollution-related haze that has become commonly present at the Lone Star State's two national parks, Guadalupe Mountains and Big Bend, on the border with Mexico, both within 100 miles of oil and gas drilling and transportation infrastructure in the Permian Basin, which leads the nation in oil production. Finally, a public service announcement today. As COVID is back in the news, hospitalizations related to COVID infections have risen dramatically across the country for the second week in a row. As for here at home, a report from Alex Martichu at KTSM-TV in El Paso says that overall the state has seen an 11% jump in the last two weeks, but that's not evenly spread across Texas. The biggest spikes are being seen at present along the counties of the Texas coast, the arid plains between Lubbock and DFW, and the I-35 corridor between the Oklahoma border and just north of the Austin area. Dallas County in particular has seen a 41% spike in COVID hospitalizations and is the outlier among the rest of the state's most heavily populated counties, the rest of which are seeing stable or dropping hospitalization numbers at present. Though, as we know, that can turn around fast. Masks and updated boosters might not be a terrible idea as we face a possible new wave, just as the kids go back to school. And that's the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch. Today's Texas political news for today's Texas Progressive. Links to all these original stories can be found in our show notes. Progress Texas is a nonprofit media organization promoting progressive messages and actions. While campaigns come and go, we're the permanent home for rapid response media and messaging in our state. Learn more about Progress Texas, including how you can support our ongoing work at progresstexas.org. I'm Chris Mosier. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you again tomorrow.